Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast as I continue the series on supplementation. And today I want to talk to you about uh, working with therapeutic doses of vitamins, which comes under the banner of orthomolecular medicine. And a great book that you can check out if you would like to is if you're watching, you can see it here on the screen, Orthomolecular Medicine for Everyone by uh, Dr. Abram Hoffer and Dr. Andrew Saul. So if you'd like to dig into this further, I highly recommend it. And what's really interesting is that so much of this information in this book was from doctors that were figuring out how to treat humans using therapeutic doses of vitamins. So that's higher, significantly higher levels than the recommended daily amount, which if you recall from a couple episodes ago is really the level that the government has deemed necessary so that we don't get rickets and scurvy and pellagra, et cetera. But it's not necessarily the dose that is optimal for whatever you have going on with your body and health. And this information has been available for the last 50, 60, 70 years, but it hasn't become mainstream, unfortunately, because of the power of big pharma. And when people can figure out how to heal themselves and heal themselves using inexpensive ways, such as vitamins that our body already has and needs, they don't make any money. And so this information has been squashed and you've possibly never even heard of orthomolecular medicine. That's why I wanted to bring it to you and share it with you today and share this book as a great starting point. Um, and there's more that are available if it's something that you would like to dig into to help heal yourself. So today I'm gonna to be talking about using orthomolecular medicine for kids with ADHD, uh, for people with Alzheimer's, for um, people with cancer alongside uh, chemotherapy and radiation. And many, uh, you may hear that you can't do that, but the reality is that it actually lessens the negative side effects of these more traditional treatments, as well as for anxiety and depression. And I do also want to say that I am not a doctor. I'm an integrative health practitioner. I don't know your medical history. This is not telling you what to do. I am simply 
providing information and education around vitamin therapy and how it can help. And if it's something that you would like to pursue, I welcome you to buy the book and read it, to talk to your natural or holistic practitioner, or to reach out to me so that we can, ha can have a one-to-one -one conversation and a discussion. And I have a full intake form as to what's going on for you. And then, and only then can I uh, provide you any advice. So right now, this is just information. It's just for educational purposes. And you can feel free to take the next steps if this is of interest to you to learn more about. So when it comes to ADHD in kids, it's really interesting because back in 1976, there were no kids diagnosed with any ADHD. And yet now one in 10 kids have a diagnosis and are on drugs. In fact, in the US in 2011, 11% of kids have this diagnosis and 75% of those kids are on prescription medications, which come with side effects. And we may not know what those side effects are until adulthood. Parents are feeling battered, and so I understand that they're looking for solutions. And so that's why I want to share here some natural solutions that don't have the same kind of side effects of some of these chemical drugs. So niacinamide, which is simply vitamin B3, is very helpful for kids with ADHD. And you can simply start at a dose of about 1500 milligrams um, per day. And niacinamide is a form of niacin. You may have heard that niacin can cause a flush in the body, so an overall heat once you get to a certain level. Um, whereas niacinamide doesn't do that. And what's interesting about vitamin therapy is our own body will tell us when we've had enough. And the beautiful thing about vitamin therapy is that the Center for Disease Control doesn't actually have any proven circumstances of somebody dying from vitamin therapy. And yet 250,000 Americans die every year in hospital when given prescription drugs and taking it as prescribed by their doctor. So there is risk to prescription drugs and the risk with vitamin therapy is so much lower. If of course you're already using prescription drugs and when you're adding vitamin therapy, you do want to consult with somebody to ensure there aren't any contraindications. And the best person to do that with is actually your pharmacist because they have some training in both the prescription medications as well as natural remedies. Whereas your doctor probably is only trained in prescription side of things. And I'm not trained in prescription medications at all. But typically what I do see is that when people are using prescription medications, it's actually draining their body of much needed vitamins and minerals. And we actually need more rather than less. But as I said at the beginning, I'm not a doctor and I don't want to be providing uh, information to you that is damaging here. So I would always want you to consult with a pharmacist before starting any vitamin therapy, if you're already using prescription drugs. So what happens with niacinamide is it doesn't cause a flush, but it could make you feel nauseous. And so that's typically your body saying, 
I've had enough. And when you feel nauseous, you want to knock back that dose so it doesn't end up in vomiting. And when we listen to our body in this way, it guides us as to how much of any kind of vitamin therapy we need. For instance, with magnesium, it will cause loose stool. And so that's an indication that we've had enough and we need to lower our dose slightly. Vitamin C can do the same thing. So with uh, niacinamide, it can make you feel nauseous if you've had a little bit too much and you want to drop back that dose. Or at that point, you can mix it with niacin and you're not going to have the same flush effect, but you're also not going to have the same feelings of nauseousness. So a protocol recommended by Dr. Saul is that for a 10 to 12 year old, you want to be giving them 500 milligrams three times a day. So as I said earlier, the dose is 1500 milligrams per day, but you want to have it in divided doses. And three is easiest because that way you can give them some before school, after school, and at bedtime. And you also want to be looking at their diet because their diet is also impacting their behavior. And we want to be ensuring that junk food is at a, as a bare minimal, reduced sugar as much as possible, and also no artificial colors because that can cause problems for kids as well. So that's a great starting point. The other thing that's really interesting with ADHD and also ADD is that in the UK, they did a study a couple of years ago and over the course of um, monitoring children for a year, both by their teachers at school and their parents at home, it was determined that um, using omega-3s, which are very, very good for brain health, um, as well as heart health, eye health, joint health, cell health, et cetera, uh, that our omega-3s are just as effective as the drug Ritalin. And so um, adding omega-3s to your child's diet is also very beneficial. And again, an all natural alternative to using drugs. So those are some tips for you around ADHD. And now I wanna move on to Alzheimer's because 50% or more of nursing home beds these days are occupied by people suffering from Alzheimer's disease. And it's a tough disease. It's so hard to feel like you're losing your mind and you don't know who's visiting you. And it's not only hard on you, but it's really hard on the family that's caring for you, et cetera. And in fact, there was some recent studies done that um, seniors have greater fear of losing their mind than they do of COVID because you know we use our brain 24 seven and that is a scary thought to think, what if I can't remember my own family members, right? But what's really interesting is that clinically, the diagnosis of Alzheimer's is very similar to what happens in a B12 deficiency. And the older we get, the less likely we are able to absorb our B12. And the elderly tend to eat foods that are, are or don't tend to eat foods that are high in B12, which is a lot of our meats, and that can be harder to chew, etc. And so they're not necessarily getting enough B12 through their uh, food, and then are not supplementing with it. And Clinically, in a medical practice, a doctor really can't tell the difference between a, a vitamin B12 deficiency 
and an Alzheimer's diagnosis. So we could actually do really, really well if we started giving seniors in seniors' homes B12 supplements. But unfortunately, that isn't happening today. So what we can actually do to be helping ourselves not get Alzheimer's, but also for those with early onset is we can again be using vitamin therapy to ensure the body is getting what it truly needs. And in fact, it's been said that some of um, these diseases that we get labeled with, are they really just a sign of malnutrition with our modern diet today? So using a combination of vitamin C, folic acid, niacin, and making sure that we're getting enough antioxidants from our vegetable and whole plant-based foods, they all help people with Alzheimer's as well as help us not develop Alzheimer's. Vitamin E is another great one as well. There was some research done of people in retirement age who took supplements, vitamin C and E, and they saw their risk of Alzheimer's decrease by almost 80%. Now that's really significant. So this is where it comes back to our diet today and our uh, nutrient deplete soil and people in first world countries being mal, you know, having malnutrition issues, right? And when the body doesn't have what it needs, it can't function at optimal levels. But here's some really easy things that you can be doing to ensure that your body and brain are functioning at optimal levels. So again, that was vitamin C, folic acid, niacin, vitamin E, plus of course B12, and then ensuring a good diet of whole plant-based foods and getting all the colors of the rainbow is powerful in terms of using nutrition to help prevent Alzheimer's. You can also be using exercise, that's really important, as well as socializing and having contact with other people and finding your tribe. So it's not just any one thing, but these are all things that when we do them together, they can have significant impact in reducing your risk of Alzheimer's. And there's so many millions and billions of dollars being spent looking for a drug to help with Alzheimer's. And this information that everybody can be doing relatively inexpensively today in order to help themselves not get Alzheimer's is not readily available, which I find incredibly frustrating as I believe this should be made available to everyone. So moving on from Alzheimer's, I want to talk about cancer and the connection between vitamin C or ascorbic acid and cancer. So we know that ascorbic acid is selectively toxic to cancer cells without killing healthy cells. So it actually improves the efficacy of traditional cancer therapy and it improves the quality of life, builds your immune system, mood and energy level, as well as improves your length of life. So the 
um, chemical structure of vitamin C is very similar to the chemical structure of sugar. And cancer cells have 15 times the number of um, receptors for sugar as our healthy cells. And because the structure of um, sugar and the structure of vitamin C are very similar, those cells actually draw the vitamin C to them thinking that it's sugar. And once the sugar is then attached to this, uh, sorry, once the vitamin C has now been drawn into the cell, it actually starts to break down the cancer cell. And so very high dose treatments of vitamin C provided by your doctor intravenously can be very, very effective for helping um, people with cancer. In fact, there was a case study of a man with advanced lung cancer. He was coughing up blood. He lived in a recliner. He was too weak to get up and in too much pain to even lie flat. He couldn't walk, couldn't sleep, no quality of life, right? Well, he started 4,000 um, MGs every 30 minutes of vitamin C to help increase his quality of life. That's all they wanted, all his family wanted was to increase his quality of life and to lower his pain. 4,000 milligrams is roughly about half a teaspoon. In just a few days, he started stopping coughing up blood. So that's huge improvement, right? In a few more days, he could actually lie flat and his appetite started to improve. And in two weeks, he could walk and in his backyard without a walker. Now that's astounding. That's massive, massive improvement with only 4,000 milligrams. Um, every 30 minutes. So as I said, um, doctors can actually also give this intravenously and the doses that you can get for treatment of cancer specifically from doctors goes from 30,000 to 50,000 milligrams every other day or every third day. And sometimes the doses go right up to 100,000 milligrams, but it's vitamin C and your body needs it. And the beautiful thing is that when your body's had enough, you will have loose stool. What's some loose stool as a risk to being able to help your body kill off those cancer cells? It's pretty powerful. Vitamin C is also known to lower the burning and discomfort of radiation therapy. It's causing the tumors to shrink it is a pro-oxidant and it literally kills the cancer cells. It also will help you recover from surgery if you have to have surgery and it helps for better healing while reducing inflammation and helps prevent against infection. So to me, that is a massive win-win of using vitamin C in any um, cancer therapy treatments that you might need to embark upon. So again, chat with your doctor and determine if that is the right option for you. And then lastly, I just wanna talk about anxiety and depression because it's so common these days. And 
I think that it's important to share with people some of the options that you have in terms of helping treat it naturally or using natural ingredients rather than going on drugs. Now, if you've been following my podcast for a while, you will know that serotonin and dopamine, our feel-good hormones, are made in our gut. And if our gut is unhealthy or out of balance, then our body might not be producing serotonin and dopamine in a high enough quantity that we can actually feel good and feel happy and joyful about life. And we'll very often go to the doctor and have low moods and then be put onto a drug. Those drugs, however, will work for a little while and then they stop working. And then we need a higher dose and so on and so on, down it goes. And we're not getting our body to start producing serotonin and dopamine in, in the quantities that we need and we become really dependent on that drug. Well, that's helpful to whom? That is helpful to the pharmaceutical industry because that means you're buying their drug all the time and it's putting money into their pockets, but it's not helpful to you and your body. And so what we can be looking at instead is how can we heal the gut? And that's something that I can run lab tests for to see what is going on inside your gut that is causing it to be out of balance in order to bring it back into balance and get it producing serotonin and dopamine again. But at the same time, we can also be supporting our, our symptoms of anxiety and depression and helping the body rebuild again through the use of niacin, vitamin B3. In fact, our B vitamins are very, very helpful at helping the body calm and cope with stress. And if we're just not getting enough of our B vitamins, our body's going to be struggling and we're going to feel stressed. We're going to feel overwhelmed. And over time that can cause uh, anxiety and depression to kick in. So this is something that, again, that I really love to share with people because it's so easy and you can just start off with a small dose of 25 milligrams per meal and slowly increase until you're feeling great or until you get the niacin flush, at which point you can lower your dose, you can switch to niacinamide, or you can create a blend of niacin and niacinamide yourself. So you want to be using a comfortable dose for you. As I said, all of these, we need to listen to our body and what it's telling us. We need to take enough to feel great, but not so much that we have that flush. So when we have that flush, then we want to lower the dose. Um, as I said, B-complex is excellent for mood disorders uh, as it helps also to be balancing blood sugar levels. Chromium also helps to even out blood sugar levels. And these are things that can be impacting your mood. Very often the quickest way to depression is to go and eat a lot of sugar and then have a sugar crash, right? So again, you also wanna be looking at your diet at the same time that you are looking at supporting your diet with supplementation and trying to lower your sugar intake, lower your junk food intake, and be eating all the colors of the rainbow and having a good variety of whole food, plant-based foods. Sugar really is an anti-nutrient and we can't avoid it, but using chromium, using the B-complex is a great way to be supporting our body and um, minimizing the effect of sugar on our body. 
So those are just some, you know, little bits of information, some education for you in how you can use vitamin therapy for four very, very common um, illnesses that the world is struggling with today. And if you'd like to know more, you're absolutely welcome to reach out to me, reach out to your pharmacist, reach out to your uh, holistic practitioner in order to look at options that you can easily implement into your life at relatively low costs in order to support your body in coming back into balance and then being able to heal itself so that you don't have to be dependent on a lifetime of drugs or be slowly losing your quality of life because nobody wants that. And so often it is literally triggered by deficiencies in your system. So thank you very much for joining me today. And in next week's episode, I'm actually interviewing a lady from Australia, down under, and she is going to be sharing her story as to how she healed herself naturally with supplementation from fibromyalgia and has helped her husband heal from MS and how she's now created her own line of plant-based food-based supplementation. So join me again next week to hear that episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. And if you know anyone that this information can help, please feel free to share. I just want to uh, share a special offer with all of my female listeners. And I want to ask you, are your hormones driving you crazy? Because I know there are many women struggling with hormones driving them crazy. And as such, I'm offering a program starting August 3rd. It's three weeks, August 3rd, 10th and 17th, in partnership with my mentor, Dr. Stephen Cabral. He has created an online course called Rebalancing Your Female Hormones so that you can get to the bottom of what all of the symptoms are and where your hormones are out of balance in order to bring them back into balance so that your symptoms can be alleviated. And online courses are great, except that there's nobody for you to ask questions to. And so what I'm offering is you buy his course. And then you come to my free Q&A sessions that I will be offering once a week for three weeks so that you have time to get through module one, module two, and then week three pulls it all together. You can get your questions answered and know how to move forward in order to alleviate those symptoms. Because let's face it, our hormones are changing all the time. But when we're in perimenopause, menopause, postmenopause, that can be a good 20 years of your life. And you don't want to feel like crap for 20 years of your life, right? So I just want you to know that you don't have to, and you can do something about it. And when we rebalance your hormones, it leads to reducing your hot flashes and night sweats. It improves your energy and reduces fatigue. It allows for healthy, natural weight loss, improves your mood. You get to enjoy crystal clear thinking, improved memory recall, reduces your brain fog, improves fertility. So even women that are struggling with fertility issues, rebalancing your hormones is really important. It improves libido, allows for deeper sleep, balances blood sugar levels, reduces joint pain, and rejuvenates your body with life. Your hormones are responsible for so much, and they're just one of the systems in our body, but they have so much impact on other systems. So if that's of interest to you, Go to the show notes and uh, click on the link to learn more about this program. And I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you 
for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.